Welcome to Legacy Therapy, the podcast that will teach you, in bite-sized chunks, how to leave a stress-free legacy so loved ones can focus on people, not paperwork, when you become ill or pass away. Here is your host and financial advocate, Stacy golden Lisnock. Hello, and welcome to this edition of Legacy Therapy, Planning Techniques for a Stress-Free Legacy. This is Stacy golden Lisnock, your financial advocate, and I welcome you to this episode where we're going to talk about your emergency. I was in the financial planning arena for over 30 years, and so I got to see a lot of things in how people manage their affairs and their household, and... Today, I want to talk to you about what type of legacy do you want to leave and if you have had an emergency. But it's important to realize that we all leave a legacy behind, whether you realize it or not. Your legacy is how you will be remembered by those that were touched during your life. So I found two different definitions for legacy, the first being a gift or a bequest, That's the most common, I think, that we think about when you're left money or you're left possessions. And the second definition is about leaving in your wake uh, a philosophy or uh, not good things sometimes. It could be good things, but uh, like the war left a legacy of pain and suffering is one thing that comes here to mind. But a lasting legacy is all about the actions you take during your life and the way those actions affect how people will remember you. And a lasting legacy is learned. People learn how to leave a legacy to ensure that their loved ones will be taken care of when they're gone and that they'll always be remembered as a loving person and all of the things that they did in their life. So at this point, I want to ask you, Do you remember where you were on December 31st, 2017? Well, I know where I was. I could tell you that the urgent visit waiting room was standing room only. And This was at the height of flu season that year. There was a bunch of kids crying. There was adults coughing. Um, All of the chairs inside of the building were full. So people were flowed over to the outside. And that's where I was waiting to be called. And I know it wasn't cold or windy or raining or anything, but I do remember I was totally miserable. I had a pounding headache. I had a high fever. I had an intense burning rash on the back of my leg. And so I couldn't sit, I couldn't stand, I really couldn't find a place for myself to patiently wait while before my turn came. And so every time somebody's name was called and it wasn't mine, I found myself wiping tears from my face because I was in so much agony. My husband finally went inside, he pleaded my case with the front desk. He convinced them that I wasn't going to last much longer. And so they got me into station one where they took my temperature and my blood pressure and they logged in all my symptoms on the chart. And before I knew it, I was on a gurney. I was hooked up to pain meds because my head was pounding with this headache and my body was burning with the fever and my leg was on fire with this rash. Then I was told the doctor wouldn't be in to see me for about another hour since 
the place was full and I did jump the line. But to my surprise, the doctor entered very soon and took a brief look at the situation and she actually panicked. She determined that I may be near death and she called an ambulance to immediately take me to the hospital. So this is not what I had chosen or would have chosen uh, for the start of a new year. But leading up into this day, I had a very stressful life. I often overcommitted and I thought I could do it all. But as life happens in 2018, there were other plans in store for me. I was on the couch and I kept thinking, I don't have time for this. I have people I need to help. I have work I'm doing. But who was I kidding? I couldn't help myself at that point. So this is where reality really started to set in for me because all of a sudden I was unable to handle my business, my personal affairs. I was in just so much pain and anguish that at times I wasn't even convinced that I would survive. And if I did, I didn't know if I would ever feel normal again. And with very few waking hours available while my body was slowly healing, I realized I didn't have things organized or in good order and no one else in the household knew how to take over my daily tasks or even to pay the bills. I didn't want to leave this big problem for the family, but at that point, it was all I could do to occasionally open up a piece of mail, return a phone call, or read a few emails before I was totally worn out for the day. And if you've ever been laid up, or if you have an idea of what I was feeling, you know, even just being sick with the flu, or if you were recovering from surgery, or you were healing from an accident, you know, do you recall how that was for you? Did someone else have to step in and handle some things for a while? Or perhaps maybe you were the one that had to step in and help someone else when they were in a situation like I was. I know, I know there's all kinds of situations. And prior to this happening to me, even though I had helped others get through illness, or assisted even in the needs at the end of life, it was never me that was on the receiving end of being cared for. So I really didn't fully comprehend how life could change without any warning and how all-consuming that it could be to be ill. The trouble is you think that you have time. I certainly did. I didn't know that I was going to be laid up for an entire year. So the key to getting anything done is not to prioritize what's on your schedule, but to schedule your priorities. And I learned this the hard way, but in the midst of being sick, I realized that I need to have a plan put together. And I researched and found that there really wasn't anything out there that was easy to complete. And so I actually ended up creating my own. It's called the Got It Together Now Emergency Info File. And this program allows you to plan, prepare, update, and organize your legal and your personal information so that it's all up to date and it's in one place. And you have somebody that you have standing by to take over if you should need it. And if all this course did was get you prepared if an accident or health issue happens, eliminate negative situations for your family, teach you concepts that you didn't know, save time, money, and frustration for you and your family, 
what would something like this be worth to you? I'd like you to call, or actually I'd like you to text the word legacy to 714-709-2027 and we'll set up a free consultation call for you. Or you can go directly to the website and just take a look and see what it is we've got going here because absolutely everyone has a legacy. And it would be great if the legacy was a positive one. Thank you for joining us today. This is Stacy Golden Lisnock, your financial advocate, signing off. Take care. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Legacy Therapy Podcast. If we hit it out of the park today and you learned at least one new thing to take action on in your own quest to planning the best legacy possible, then be sure to tell your friends, subscribe, and rate and review wherever you get your podcast. The show notes will provide the sites and information that were discussed today. You can get more great tips, resources, and inspiration by visiting our website, LegacyTherapyPodcast.com.